Hello and welcome to the Swan Song Project podcast. My name is Ben Buddy Slack and I'm the founder of the Swan Song Project. The Swan Song Project is a charity that helps people facing the end of their lives to write and record their own original songs. Um, and this podcast features different songwriters and we talk about, about the craft, how they write their songs, and also a bit about music and bereavement and how that might have helped them. Uh, this episode features Jess Baker, also known as Kaninkin, and I hope you enjoy it. Okay, today I'm here with Jess Baker, also known as Kaninkin. Thanks for joining me, Jess. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, if you've seen these these before, I do them in three sections. First, my guest is going to play one of their songs. Uh, we'll have a chat about how they wrote that. Uh, section two, Jess is going to share with us a songwriting tip that might be useful for new songwriters. And then section three, we're going to talk about a song that's meaningful to Jess in some way relating to bereavement. So I'll hand you over then um, if you want to introduce your song and take it away, Jess, I'm going to put you on the big screen. Yeah big screen um i've realized i don't really have a name for this song <laughs> just right now <laughs> but i'm gonna go for it i've got my loop pedal here um so that's what you're hearing don't talk to me today the news is getting me down don't talk to me Great, Jess. Um, so that's the untitled one. Is that, a, is that a new song? It's last end of last year, I think. I wrote it. Um, I wrote it. I was trying to write a song for my daughter Willow because when she was one year old, 
six years ago now, I wrote a song called Willow Willow and I wanted to write her another one that was a little bit more upbeat. <laughs> but I've just, we'd just been, do you know, it must've been quite a long time ago because it was April when we stood in London with Extinction Rebellion. So it was all, we were feeling all like fired up about climate change. So that was just going through my mind. So as I was trying to write this like lovely song for Willow, all this sort of climate change anger was coming out. But, um, and then at the end, I think, Willow's tiny, tiny line at the end is for her I'll plant the trees <laughs> so that's where the song sort of goes into Willow territory oh, that's, um, yeah it's interesting that it kind of came full circle in a way yeah it did and mm. the way I wrote that song I normally um sing all the loops in live and record them live but I haven't and um, those little backing bits they came from just me improvising so I just was messing around and I captured them and I was like, oh, I like that. And I've not really managed to pull apart exactly what I did. So they're quite glitchy. Like the second loop has a little like, <laughs> has like a little <laughs> disgusting mouth noise in it. Um, <laughs> but so I've just been using those original sort of improvisations that I did. And I'd need to sit and pull it apart and just make it a little bit neater for when I'm actually recording it at some point. Oh, that is cool. I like, I, yeah. I like things like that where it's like, it's just, you know, it's done in an improvisation and then almost just like trusting that's what it is and obviously it's nice to be able to replicate things again but I do <laughs> always special about that. I try and sort of increasingly especially stuff, when stuff gets complicated I try and I record a bit and I like it and then I get my phone and like try and sing the separate parts into my phone as I'm doing it so that I can pull it apart at a later date so that I can perform it because I like to perform it live I yeah. like to sing it all in live so it's not pre-recorded yeah, yeah. Um, I'd recommend the listeners to check out the Willow Willow song you mentioned as well. Yeah. Which is, it's great. <laughs> um, so you, when, is that how you often write? You get an idea like for like a lyrical thing and then you riff on that until you find, or do you, do you, do you start with, you know, like some of your bass harmonies or is there a particular method or get, does it vary? Because I'm always writing with a pedal. But, I mean, very rarely I'll do it like I just did one on ukulele a while back, but it's more and more pedal, pedal, pedal. So I'll stand and um, most of it will start just messing around with no words at all and I'll capture something. And um, like I, I must have like 30 just random bits and bats on this pedal that I've not finished yet, but I haven't even got words. They're just sort of harmonic ideas or some mm. harmonies. So mainly I'll just get going with a groove or a harmony or some sort of nonsense and then it'll it'll come later the words come later or like with that one I did think I'm going to sit I'm going to write a song for Willow and it's hardly about Willow actually that song apart from at the end but yeah and sometimes um oh there's this book here actually I've been oh I've written a couple of songs oh, just using words yeah words from this book which is such a beautiful Dr Seuss yeah. book and um I've got a song that's completely um it's not none of them are my words they're all Brian Cox's words from yeah from one episode of his series, um, Wonders of Earth, Wonders of the Earth, Wonders of Earth, Wonders of Life. That's his series. So yeah, lyrics that, come from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song as well. I'd recommend people <laughs> checking that out. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's a really fascinating way of, uh, of writing. It must, it must be very fun and very free to to um, to play around with things like that. I remember we did me we did a used to do a podcast years ago with my band that um jess came on one time and brought the loop pedal and you you gave us a demo of um of how to do it and we played around with it so I, I i really struggle with technology with that kind of stuff so and it's, it's super impressive when you see jess doing it live um to be working the station whilst yeah. performing um but it must be a lot of fun to to 
develop the ideas that way and be that much in control of the the systems i kind of yeah i like it i like but also there's only so much you can do <laughs> which is nice you're working with these restraints which i suppose you are when you write with a guitar or when you write with anything really but um i have added stuff to it so i've got um a chaos pad and i've got a harmony pedal so i've just written a new song recently that uses the harmony pedal so it's like instant harmony rather than me having to sing it in mm. so it means it's quicker to get going um so i do find myself expanding my technology to be able to like because i know i got the chaos pedal because i wanted some like cool reverbs and some filters on my voice and stuff like that so it does expand and it shifts but mostly the loop pedal is the main thing yeah yeah it's great great stuff uh thanks for that so let's move into section two now sure this is where i ask my guests for a songwriting tip that might be useful for new songwriters so uh, what tip would you share with us jess Oh, I've been racking my brain, you know, because <laughs> actually I just keep it simple. This is one thing I, I do, so I find it useful, is I always have my phone and I use voice memos a lot, a lot. So I'll be out and I might, because like I said, most of my ideas are not lyrical to start off with, they're something. So I'll have a little like, da -da -da -da, and I'm, something will be coming, I'll just record it in, just like while I'm walking down the street or on the bus. And so I've got like hundreds of voice memos of like fragments and, and sometimes I never even revisit them but I think sometimes it's useful to get it out and feel like you're creating and and capture things and at the moment actually in lockdown I'm singing in the shower a lot and I'll often come up with a little bit in the shower and I've been recording it as soon as I get out so I think I'm going to try and make these sort of lockdown shower songs. So that's my tip just oh, some people carry around a notebook don't they if you're more of a lyric person just to sort of scribble stuff down i know i get most most of my ideas when i'm watching other people do their thing and you're mm. just like yeah i like that or i might i would do that differently or you know you might just it might just set you off on a little path if you see someone else do something yeah yeah it's a good one i, I find that like sometimes i get a when i get an like some kind of idea there's some kind of either rhythm or you know hint of a tune to it in some way that i think about it but i, I very rarely record voice memos and I, i'm more of a, a note taker um, but one of the things that I feel, and there's been times I've done it, but one of the things that I always feel a bit restricted with it is feeling embarrassed if I'm in public somewhere to do it. Is that something that you ever have an issue with? Or like, do you pretend, could you pretend that you're on the phone and just singing to someone? Do you know, I'll just do it. Just do it. I'll just do it. I remember, oh, I'll try not wang on about this, but you've just brought back this memory of my dad, when we used to go to the supermarket with my dad on Saturdays, and every time at the checkout when he was getting his wallet out, he used to go bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and, and it used to, I always used to notice that he sang at the checkout, like quietly. And I don't even realize, I'll have to ask him if he even knows that he did that or that he yeah. does it. Um, there is something about singing in public, isn't there? Quite interesting. Yeah. But I do have a little, I'm not, I'm not, I'm all right. I'll just sing. I'm a little singing my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good point. Like, I think like that is a that is a thing that's quite common for people to have those little sing those little tunes at different times but like i guess it happens quite often that you don't you don't um register it that much so it probably isn't as it's probably not as you, know, you don't need to be as embarrassed about it as i might feel at times if i was gonna start uh, have you ever whistled in if you whistle in a supermarket other people will start whistling they won't even know they're doing it whistling oh well, supermarkets aren't very nice at the moment are they but if you just have a little whistle in a supermarket it like passes on like a yawn nice try it, try it out i'll give it a try yeah <laughs> <Through the mask. laughs> people yeah. won't be able to tell you're whistling <laughs> <laughs> you guess who of who's actually whistling this time 
Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, and most phones nowadays come with come with voice memos, and so people can uh, can do them. And, yeah. yeah, and even if you don't go back to them, it's like you've got at least you've got the idea out and kind of just because like getting it out. I remember always hearing that's how Keith Richards came up with a satisfaction riff. I remember hearing that story that apparently he woke up in the night and just had that riff in his head, and then he just got up and recorded himself just singing it. I think. I think that I think that's the story I heard. That one, yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> I like imagine if he just got up and like, nah, I'm too tired, I'm just going to bed, and hadn't, hadn't got that riff. <laughs> How much we'd all missed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Uh, so let's move into, into section three now. So this is why I asked yes. my guests to choose a song that's meaningful to them in some way relating to bereavement. So uh, which song did you choose for us, Jess? I chose Better Roses by Bon Jovi. <laughs> Good, stuff, good choice. So what I do here, if you're, if you're not familiar with the song, I'll put the link in the description and you can go and check it out. And if you're not familiar with that idea and come back, and we're going to have a bit of a chat about it. So uh, what made you choose that song for us, Jess? It's an epic ballad. Well, I was <laughs> racking my brains now, you know, I was, da, 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 but and it just kept coming back to this song for me because actually I went digging for some photos. <laughs> bon Jovi was the first concert that me and my best friend when I was like 14, 15. Look, that's us in our Bon Jovi t-shirts. Nice. It was our first concert. We loved Bon Jovi. And um, she tragically, she died when we were 18. And at her funeral, they had all the, so yeah, we had Circle of Life, um, Packabell's Canon, James Blunt, you're beautiful, that song. And I was like, oh. And then I was speaking to her mum afterwards and her mum, um, we used to keep these diaries, me and Jenny. And her mum said in a diary, Jenny had written that she wanted a bed of roses at a funeral because we used to, we were morbid. We wrote what we wanted at our funerals when we were like 14, 15. I remember doing it. Um, and Jenny had written that she wanted a bed of roses, but her mum didn't know that. Stuff. So she was like, what is bed of roses? And I was like, it's Bon Jovi. That would have been a great, but actually it wouldn't have been a good funeral song. Bed of Ro it's not an appropriate funeral song. <laughs> but I just, and now every time I think about bed of roses or I hear it, I think, about Jenny because that was a song that we used to love and that she'd written she requested it for a funeral even though she didn't get it yeah <laughs> yeah it's a special song yeah that's really nice it's interesting that isn't it of um songs that are appropriate to funerals and uh I remember being at one a while ago where it was the song you know for everyone walked out at uh at the end of the funeral and it was um I won't say what it was but it, it was a song that was just a big surprise <laughs> to uh to hear at a funeral um but it also, it felt very fitting to the person. And so at first I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But I was like, oh, actually it kind of makes sense. It could seem like something they would would like. But yeah, it's a delicate, a delicate balance of um, choosing those songs, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, in fact, I just heard that song the other day. Someone was singing it. Just, it well, they were in my presence. And I was like, oh, <laughs> better it. roses. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> Good stuff, Jess. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll tag the Kaninkin pages. Um, I highly recommend everyone yeah. going going checking out um, checking out your stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, I'll be back with another episode soon. Thanks Woo. very much. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Cheers, Jess. <laughs>